Hey, you're listening to Talking Tunes by Girls Are Awesome. My name is Vakle and I'm a music producer and in this podcast I invite artists in to talk about the songwriting and production of one of their songs. In this podcast we focus on featuring women and gender minorities. Girls are awesome. Girls are, girls are awesome. You are too. Girls Are Awesome is a community brand and impact agency which creates content, experiences, products and partnerships towards gender equality. In this episode, I'm talking with Greta about her song Waves from her recently released debut album, Ardent Spring. Hello, my name is Greta. I am a musician, artist, producer, something, uh, <laughs> what you would like to call it. And I'm from Germany, but I live in Copenhagen. Okay. So we can start? Mm? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, I have Greta in the studio. Welcome, Greta. Hello. It's very nice to have you here. Thank you. <laughs> um, you are, like, we've known each other for, I think, 10 years or mm -hmm. something. And, uh, um, yeah, I've seen you grow a lot and you've probably seen me grow a lot as well. And yes. it's, it's pretty fun to have you here because now you're like, you just released your debut album mm -hmm. and everyone likes it. <laughs> <laughs> you have, like, amazing reviews of it. And you're playing as many concerts as, as you can, I think, mm. these times because of Corona and stuff. It's, of course, not that easy. And the press really likes you. Yeah. <laughs> so how are you feeling now that I feel like it came, you know, kind of quickly? Yeah, it, it has been a weird process in many ways, a beautiful process. I, I feel very good. I'm so happy that I... That I'm able to release this album in this crazy year and that people are loving it and I can feel the audience or people listening even though I'm not out playing that many concerts. So right now it feels very good but it, it has also been yeah, such a weird year and it has been a bit sad and Uh, good at the same time to release this album because it has been my baby for so many years or for such a long time and now it's released and it's growing on its own and so yeah a lot of emotions at once <laughs> yeah yeah I get that when did you start writing the album I started in 2017 um, with part one of the album and I started to to write it on piano um, I just wanted to go back to my roots uh, which has always been piano and me singing so that's when I slowly started and then it developed and I think I finished the last recordings in 2019 so it has been uh, a time a long time <laughs> yeah well I guess it takes time to make music so mm -hmm. Did you feel stressed about taking more than... Because I'm in the process of making an, an album as well. Mm -hmm. And I've been 
working on it for almost a year now. Mm. And I feel like all the time I feel like I should be done. Yeah. Can you recognize that feeling? Yeah, I, yeah, I I totally do. But I, I think with this album, I, I really gave myself the time to grow because I had to, to find myself as a solo artist. And I also, I was part of a girl band beside that. So I, I have been doing a lot of other things as well. So I just try to to give myself that time to f- to figure out what kind of solo artist I want to be and how I yeah I, I think it was really important to me that I am happy about the music so I can I can send it around to everyone and I can read all the reviews and just yeah stand by myself yeah <laughs> Yeah, if that makes sense. Yeah, Yeah, I think it totally does. So today we're going to talk about one of the tracks of the album called Waves. Mm -hmm. And when when and how did you start writing that? Waves was actually the first song I wrote for part two of my album. And I, I wrote it almost directly after I came home from Berlin finishing part one. And then I, I was so inspired by the process, so I... Uh, I had like this fire going on inside of me and I was like, okay, I want to write another half of the album. And um, I wrote it in in January and it was very, very cold. And like the, the lakes in Copenhagen were frozen and it looked so weird. Um, I remember that. And I was about to move to a new apartment, so my setup was kind of shitty and crappy and half of it was packed. So I, I wrote it in between uh, of a lot of things going on. Um, and it this song Waves became like the soundtrack of the transition I was going through. And um, my plan my plan was to, to make a part two like with only songs um, consisting of water metaphors <laughs> and then I wrote Why? waves and, and then I was done yeah, okay. <laughs> and I found out okay I'm done <laughs> I don't know why I think it it's because all this water theme has always been a, a huge inspiration to me I I grew up um, at the sea and um, where, where the water comes and goes all the time so I felt like I had the tide inside of me. That's also mm-hmm. a line in the song. Um, and I always feel very much at home when I'm at, in in the ocean, at the ocean. What do you say? <laughs> ah, uh, yeah, nearby. Both, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, so I, and I'm always so fascinated by how water can be um, so, such a huge power and so frightening in a way and also so still at the same time the movement really fascinates me and then i i also thought a lot about what we do as artists we are making waves in a way so that's how how it started so i i already knew that the song should be called waves and this that was my beginning <laughs> yeah Cool. So after you knew it was going to be called Waves, did you start by writing chords or lyrics, mm. melody? I actually wrote the whole song in the computer mm-hmm. while uh, 
producing it and I, I started with the bass line. <laughs> Ah, I it, did that a lot. It's a bass guitar. Yeah, and it, I wrote it on a bass synthesizer, uh, synthesizer, and a bass synthesizer, and um, then later it was recorded on bass guitar. And um, yeah, so I started with the bass line. I did that a lot on part two. I was very fascinated by funky bass lines. <laughs> uh, I think that's where I am right now. Yeah, I just love bass. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Maybe you never grow out of it. It's just once you realize how cool a bass is. Yeah, you can there. never stop. I, no. I'm I'm not done with it yet. <laughs> yeah. So I started with the bass line uh, on a synth bass. And um, yeah, chords are always quite easy for me, and I just used my favorite chords. It's not I. I really like to work with modulations and a lot of crazy harmonies, but I didn't do that in this song. This song, the chords are quite basic, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or easy or simple, and I really like that. Mm -hmm. And then I wrote the lyrics. And at that time, I was reading a lot, um, a lot of poetry by Inger Christensen. <laughs> um, wow! Yeah, <laughs> because my uh, my mom, I think, gave me a book where where it's Danish on one page and German on the other on uh -huh. the other page. Yeah, then, maybe we should just quickly because you're from Germany, yeah. but you've lived in Denmark for yes. a while, right? Yeah, ten yeah. years, as sure. long as we know each other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, cool. Just so people know why you speak about yeah. German. And, and you also sing in both German and English. Yes. On the track. Yes. I try to embrace my German heritage. No. What do you yeah. say? <laughs> upbringing. <laughs> upbringing. <laughs> more and more. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I, I can't remember which, which um, poetry I was inspired by. I think it was just the way of describing a feeling very detailed. Um, and that's what I what I did in Waves. Um, the song is about transitioning, like going into something, fighting your way through, and then coming out differently. Um, and I really try to look at this feeling with a microscope and describing it, and describing it by water metaphors, by going into the water and coming out of it again. And then having the water, the tide inside. Do you often do it that way, where you kind of pick a, a theme or a concept? Mm, yeah, but I think I, I mostly get inspired by the sound or the vibe of the music because I always start with the music. I, I often finish a whole track, a form, and then I make the lyrics and the melody. And yeah, I think it just fit the mood of of the chords and the bass line that I that I made and yeah then I I had written the lyrics and then I just started to sing started to record um I always do that <laughs> and then the melody comes very naturally yeah oh, so you write lyrics first and yeah. then you put a melody into it. so you yeah. kind of write a poem and then yeah wow yeah <laughs> I don't think I could do that <laughs> it's very it's, cool I, it's a it's a new method I found because 
um, before I would just sing uh, blah 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 lyrics and then try to write the lyrics on the melody I created and that is so hard it's so hard because it's like a puzzle where you have to find the right words and mm -hmm. it's all it's also kind of fun because often you you sing something and then afterwards you find the meaning in it but I, I just had to try it in a different way because I wanted to to write part two in a in a short intense period of time yeah and then I just had to to find new methods <laughs> so it wouldn't be that hard Quick, quicker methods yeah <laughs> or just I think this whole process was a lot about um keeping your flow alive um And with, yeah, with this, I felt like I could keep my own flow alive and, yeah, create something without uh, stopping myself all the time. Mm. Sure. So the you produced it at home, and that is that the final production? No, <laughs> uh, I made a demo at home, mm -hmm. um, and then I went to Berlin, where I uh, produce all my music with. Norwegian Pharaoh, or yeah, I just call her Kari, <laughs> her normal <laughs> name. Um, she lives in Berlin um, and has the best studio filled with harps and vintage synthesizers, and I, I love it. And then we took my MIDI and put it a lot into her synthesizers, and then we asked her, we asked her best friend to uh, play the bass. Cool. Do you remember uh, like which hardware synthesizers you used? Mm. Yeah, we used um, Uno 106, I th Yeah, I, I think, think that's it's like one of the classics, yeah, right? Yeah, <laughs> very classic. Um, and then we used um, a Russian synthesizer called Polyvox, which is great for like space sounds. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, it's the one that has the pitch. Yeah. The dive or I don't know, pitch yeah, bend thing. Yeah. <laughs> and then we used um, uh, FM8. It's mm -hmm. just a, a plug-in for the for the shiny chords. I really love it. And then I think maybe it might be um, bass guitar and some of the some of the original bass uh -huh. on top of it. Yeah. Some some of my synthesizer and I at home I I very much use the Uno plugin Tal Uno uh, I don't know XL what it's called yeah I, sure. I use that very much um, and we often keep some of it and blend it into the other stuff and then we also recorded auto harp mm -hmm. <laughs> and then can you just explain what an auto harp is yeah it's it's just oh, how do I describe that mm. It's just a harp when you can press a chord and then you just have the strings prr, playing the chord and you yeah, can... Yeah, so it has no... Like the harp has no strings, right? No. Yes, Or it does? has. Yeah. Ah. That's... Okay. I think you're thinking of my Omnichord, which yeah, is the electronic version. Yeah. But uh, auto harp is, an, is the same thing, uh, organic. Or <laughs> what do you ah, say? So you press down like one button. Yeah. And then you play the strings, and yeah. the strings play the chord automatically. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Okay, sure. I think so, I get it now. So I hope the listeners understand. <laughs> yeah. And then I, 
there are like a lot of chords you you can choose from but not all the chords so sometimes you have to like find a parallel chord or you have to yeah. think a bit <laughs> it's very it's a bit theoretical yeah theoretical <laughs> theoretically i don't know yeah theoretical i think so i we, don't know you have to it's like math kind of yeah a bit <laughs> so we used that and then we used um another harp on top and the other harp is called a uh, sitter sitter sither i don't know <laughs> <laughs> um which is yeah what is it actually it's a a huge harp where there are sections of chords okay now it gets crazy but it just sounds super beautiful and mm -hmm. and angelic yeah and you can create a lot of space and dreaminess and those two on top of each other are just magic yeah so yeah I it think, sounds really good hmm? <laughs> on, on the song <laughs> uh, as per usual i'm gonna write all the gear that Greta mentions so if you don't know what kind of harp we're talking about you can see it in the description of the episode and then you can google it mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just fyi for the listener out there yeah there's something i'm struggling with these months mm -hmm. which is intros okay and um, what i thought about on your song waves mm -hmm. is that it's kind of just like you know one round of yeah. the track mm. what's your thoughts on intros intros i know it's like a weird question but i'm just i can't figure out like why are they there mm. and what do they do for the track yeah and what should they should it be something different or should it just be a vibe i'm just mm. i'm just thinking a lot about intros yeah so i guess i'm asking people around me <laughs> yeah i totally get that because It's very tempting to just uh, start a song right away and dive yeah. into it. But I I've, I think I'm the opposite. I always have intros. So I really have to <laughs> sometimes... Kari says, okay, we're just cutting this. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I, I think for me, it's very much um, introducing the listener to a vibe. And I think I'm always thinking about the live show as well and for me I sometimes I need intros to land from one song to another so I just can okay now we're here yes <laughs> mm. I don't know if that's my my German structured mind in a way that, that just has to be prepared in a way all the time so yeah I really I really think it it helps to to introduce a new song Mm -hmm. And with Waves, um, uh, I had an intro, but um, we also, we, we've stolen a bit from another song. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, because um, Kari loves vintage disco music, like 80s disco. And all the time in the breaks, we listen to something else so we can like oh, cleanse our ears and just have a break for a while and then we listened uh, through her disco playlist and then there was a song called Saturday Love by Sherelle which started with a beat that fitted perfectly to our wave song so we just took that intro and she's saying um, it's been a long time um, she says what I say in German Uh, in the waves intro so we were That's just so like cool. yeah we were just like okay this is so great this is we need we need kind of a 
sexy something intro. What do we do? We can't do it. And we don't want to do it in English. Okay, let's do it in German. Um, and it was so much fun. And then we just uh, took it. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I guess... I think a lot of uh, artists do that. Yeah. Like read something in a language and then translate it because yeah. often it's it it uh, it reads differently when you translate yeah. it to another language. And it's a, it's a total different song. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's just so great to to get inspired by other artists and songs and just especially especially if they give you that ah yes. <laughs> okay, can I maybe take some of it and put it into my own? Yeah, yeah. Uh, you mentioned the drums. They mm -hmm. kind of got like a drum machine vibe, but I guess yeah, they're programmed or they're all the drums are programmed. And Kari is like the drum master. Uh, <laughs> I'm right now. I'm much more into it and creating more on my own beats. But in at this time, it was just like her thing. Mm. And she also got very inspired by this Sherelle Saturday Night. Uh, Saturday Love uh, song and just um, often she actually finds a beat, picks a big beat she likes from another band and then she copies it totally mm -hmm. and then when we create the song and the form we of course we change it all the time and we add different elements and then it becomes our own but it's very inspiring to see how she does it because she's so good at just copying every element and finding the sounds and oh yeah it's so cool I'm learning so much from that very yeah. very much so when you go to Berlin to produce with Farao mm -hmm. um, do you go there for like a week and then you work intensely on it or, yeah. yeah it's like a week or two and mm -hmm. then it's like two days per song Two or three days. Oh, so it's very structured. It's very structured. We are both very structured in a way, but also very impulsive at the same time. <laughs> but uh, do you have to finish the song in two days or you just have to move on to something new? I think, yeah, it, it changes a bit because we often work on two to three songs on a day because we we can't, we get so tired if we just work on, on one song but in total we try to we try to finish uh, a song in two or three days or okay maybe so two if you songs. have six days in the studio you you know you have to finish kind of three songs yeah, within the yeah, six days exactly we just uh, we just pick what we want to work on and then we focus on that and that often could be two or three songs yeah but it depends on how long i can stay and how how productive we are and uh, as a, it, it gets easier and easier now because I, I can do much more myself and mm. I can prepare the media and I can create beats myself. But uh, when we when we created part one, it took a lot of time. It took so such a long time and part two was quicker and now the new thing is qu even more quicker. <laughs> so it's just, yeah. But do you want to do everything yourself or you just want to get better at working with her as a producer mm. or more efficient working with her yeah I think I think it comes very naturally because we as a, I, I don't want to create everything myself I really want to have her ears and eyes in mm. in the songs because I think it's just a very 
great collaboration and she adds so much to my music that I could not do myself I yeah. think and um yeah it's just it's it comes naturally we because we know each other much better now and I'm learning all the time so it just it it evolves it changes it develops so it comes very naturally and the more I can do myself the more fun we can have in the studio and just finding weird sounds and working with details which is so much more fun than all the basic stuff I think yeah, yeah. it sounds clever mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think I could learn from that maybe. <laughs> um so uh, there's one question that I ask everyone I talk mm -hmm. to on a podcast and I send it to you beforehand because it's quite, it's kind of a big and very open question. Mm -hmm. So usually people freeze up if they don't know <laughs> it. <laughs> But the question is, um, do you have any advice for other artists? Yeah, I think it's mm, it's difficult because it's so easy to say, but it's so hard to to do it. But I I. I would say like stay true to yourself or um, believe in yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but I think it's the most important thing because this music business is so crazy, and as soon as you release some something to the open, there will be so many opinions uh, pulling you in so many different directions and it's I think it's really important to to feel in your stomach what do I want to do which kind of artist do I want to be um, what kind of music do I want to create because it's so easy to get lost in this game I think and it's, it's so confusing oh my god <laughs> yeah And and it's a it's a hard advice because I I can't tell you how to, but for me it helped to to take some time a break where I just created something and slowly I I got back to I looked back to my roots and I just I feel like I found my core and no one can take that away from me now that I've that I found it. Yeah, I think the most important thing is that you. And that you like what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, so, but I yeah. think maybe you kind of at least somehow explained how you um, found a way to believe in the stuff you do. Mm -hmm. Because you, you said that you kind of took some time off and you really looked inwards to research like what makes me feel good, I guess. Yeah. And like what what's good for me. Yeah, and exactly. it's easier to... Yeah. fight the world exactly I, th I think it's also for me it was a lot about yeah the process because I was mm, always so product oriented or no what do you say it's just always about the product mm -hmm. uh, a new song a new album uh, when am I finished but the most fun part is actually to be in the creating process if you give yourself the space to be in it yeah um so i i i also changed a lot of my routines and i now i i do a lot um that i have a very long 
uh, I call it collecting process where I'm just searching and researching for inspiration and reading books and going to art museums and listening to music. And then the creating process is actually very intense and short, just like uh, a big throw up of inspiration. <laughs> uh. And then comes along um, working with details process and just like playing around with sounds. But that that works for me because I'm I'm trying to accept all parts of the process, even the ones where I'm not creating, mm. instead of just uh, being angry at myself that I'm ah oh, why do you didn't write a song today blah 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 I don't want that it's such a bad energy I can't work with that yeah yeah but I think yeah I think it's something a lot of people can relate to so it's mm. very nice that you mention it cool. <laughs> That's uh, the podcast with Greta. Yeah. Woohoo! Woohoo! Greta, thank you for coming. Thank you so much. And to the listeners, here's going to be a full playthrough of Waves by Greta. Yeah. <laughs>